0: I really can't figure out which way to go in terms of the Indiana loss last night. Indiana loses, but they came back from the dead to lose. That's something, right? So, part celebration, part... All right, a loss is a loss and we don't celebrate losing, just like we don't argue with winning. Anyway, we're going to talk about the Indiana game in a little bit. We're going to start talking about the Colts, then Indiana. Then we're going to talk a little bit about the Pacers. Purdue Tiger Woods, back at it today at Riviera. How much fun is that going to be? But first, the Colts. This is Breakfast with Kent for Thursday, February 16th, 2023. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist in the world. That's why you should go to Dr. Mike O'Neill, because he's the best. If you have a chance to hire the best, what do you do? You hire the best. 317-849-2900. Three is a number. Make sure you hit the subscribe button because at some point, and likely tomorrow, somebody is going to win an autographed football that is in this box. All right. It's a mystery box, but I'm not good with mysteries. So I opened the box and I found out who signed it. Then we got hints. I'm going to give you three hints at the end of the show as to who is there, who's in there. The first person. To guess correctly, the autograph that is on the football in that box wins the box. We'll send it to you, but you've got to be a subscriber. Hit the like button if you like the video. If you don't like the video, don't like the video. But if you like the video, hit the like button. Ring the bell if you want an alert every time we go live or post a video. We went late last night, so this morning if we're a little bit scattered, hey, it's a complete lack of sleep, but you have to do a post game when Indiana balls out like that at the end. It's what we do, and if you want to make a super thanks, we appreciate super thanks. It's very nice of you. Okay, Colts, they've got boxes to check. Chris Ballard's got work to do this offseason. Number one, we need to know that Shane Steichen is going to have a hell of a lot to do with who the next quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts will be. He is going to help make that choice because he's going to be the guy responsible for developing that quarterback. We talked about it yesterday. It seems like all signs point to Bryce Young. We tend to kind of mind screw ourselves into believing that somehow Jim Irsay is bluffing or Shane Steichen is bluffing when he lists the attributes that are specific kind of to Bryce Young. We say, oh, I think they're playing possum. They're going to draft Will Levis, number four. I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think they're going to draft the third best quarterback in this draft in order to rebuild this team. Bryce Young on Pro Football Focus, he's the number one rated guy. A lot of people rank him as the only special quarterback in this draft. Qu- Colts, they need to get special at quarterback again. And if they don't, it's going to be a long, maybe decade. This is their chance to go get the right guy and not pay through the nose to trade up high enough to do it. We'll see if the Colts do that. The, the rest of their punch list? Left tackle? No. I think Bernard Ryman is terrific. Bernard Ryman in the second half of the season was really, really good. And you look at the Pro Football Focus ratings again, and you see a guy who played really good football for those last eight, nine games. He's the left tackle of the future. They are not going to draft over the top of Bernard Ryman. That's for sure. Braden Smith played very well the last half of the season as well. Uh, Wide receiver one. Yes. You need a wide receiver one. Right now, Paris Campbell is a free agent or will be a free. We'll see. Maybe they signed him to an extension. Maybe they don't. But that would leave them with Michael Pittman Jr. and Alec Pierce. Both those guys, Michael, Michael Pittman Jr. right now is a really good number two wide receiver, a really good possession wide receiver. Alec Pierce may be able to nudge into that place where he's also a really good number two But they do not have a number one at this point, and they need a number one. So where do you get one? It's likely not in free agency unless somebody, because of cap issues, cuts a wide receiver. Similar kind of to the way the Raiders just cut Derek Carr. That kind of a thing. We'll see if that happens. If not, you're going to have to make a trade, the likes of which the Eagles made last offseason with the Titans, to acquire A.J. Brown. They got their number one. A.J. Brown put up. Almost 1,500 yards, I think just three yards short of 1,500 and 11 touchdowns. You go get that guy, and look, people say A.J. Brown benefited from a really, really good quarterback and having a really good quarterback season. That was Jalen Hurts. That's always true. A quarterback always benefits from a really good wide receiver, and a really good wide receiver always benefits from a really good quarterback. That's true about the offensive line also. All things are interrelated in football. You find a quarterback who had a hell of a season, you're going to find an offensive line who protected him. You're going to find receivers who catch the ball, get open, and then catch the ball at a really high level. You find a quarterback or a, a line that had a good season, you find a quarterback who got the ball out on time and on target. You find receivers who had a really good season. There's a quarterback who had protection and was able to get the ball out. It's all interrelated. That's the way it works. And, and when you've got a, a tight end like Dallas Goddard, who's really good, that helps the wide receivers too. In football, it's all interrelated. All are guilty or all are excellent. It, it's very rare you find a great quarterback with bad wide receivers or vice versa. You need an elite-level wide receiver to make things easier on whoever the quarterback is going to be for the Colts. And I, again, I think it's going to be Bryce Young. You need an edge. You got to get to the quarterback. If you're going to win in the NFL, you got to get to the quarterback. That was evident. The two Super Bowl teams, they were number one and two in getting to the quarterback, in sacking. Learn more at marines.com. Okay, go find guys who can get to the quarterback. The Colts, they didn't do it enough. They did it some. They got better at it this past year in 22, but not good enough. You got to get an edge. We'll see if they're able to do that. Those guys go off the board pretty damn quick. So, um, Pay, Dio Odangbo, those guys have a chance to take a step up in class. But I worry about Quiddy Pay because Quitty Pay picks up dings like my parents' old 1980 Delta 88. Like ding, ding, ding. And all of a sudden, he's sitting out. He's trying to get healthy. He's got a high ankle, blah, blah, blah. It, look, the most important ability is availability. And Quiddy Pay is sometimes not available. Tight end. You got to have a tight end. Again. Look at the Super Bowl teams. Travis Kelsey, Dallas Goddard. You find a highly functional offense, you find a highly functional tight end. Do you trust Mo Ali Cox, Johnny Woods, or Alec Ogletree to be one of those guys? Or Andrew Ogletree, I'm sorry. To be one of those guys. To be elite. No, you don't. So you need one. Hell, None of them are, are Dallas Clark, much less Dallas Goddard. Um, and then right guard. Look, plug and play right guard. Go get a right guard. Keep Will Fries. I really, I, I don't give a damn. You can't pay everybody everything. You can't spend a, a first, second, or third round draft pick on a damn right guard when you've got the highest paid left guard in the history of the game. You, you can't expend that many resources on the guard position in the NFL. You just can't. All right, let's talk about the Hoosiers. Hoosiers last night, man, so close. They were down 21. They were dead. They played a terrible first half. And they came back and had a shot at the end to win it. Jalen hood Shafino from just beyond half court, dead on center cut, but it hit the front of the rim and bounced away. Like I said, the first half was just atrocious. Uh, you got to take care, better care of the basketball on the road. The, the Hoosiers, Trace Jackson Davis, four turnovers. Jalen Shafino, four turnovers. The Northwestern Wildcats, four turnovers total. Northwestern, 14 of 14 from the line. That's how you win basketball games. You don't necessarily have to be sexy. And the Northwestern Wildcats are not sexy. But what they are is really, really competent. They don't turn it over, they make their free throws, they don't make a lot of threes, but they do what's necessary to win the game. The first half, what like I said, was just terrible. 39-20 the score at the half. And then Indiana woke up and they won the second half 42-25. But that really doesn't matter too much. The technical fouls against and and There were two of them on the same play. The an assistant coach got teed up. Mike Woodson took issue, kind of put his hands on an official in an unthreatening way, just kind of touched him on the elbow. The official didn't like that, as he shouldn't. So that was the source of the second technical. But without the first, you don't get the second. Boo Booey, he made all four foul shots. That, That was game. Look, you can lose a game in in the first half just as easily as you can at the buzzer all right we look at the buzzer plays we look at that boo-booey bucket with 2.7 seconds left and we say man what a game winning bucket but that technical by an assistant coach was a game losing play and if you're going to be an assistant coach in the Big 10 for Indiana you cannot lose a game for your team you have to be a force you have to be an asset not a debit You can't lose a game. Look, Indiana is not in the NCAA tournament yet. They're 9-6 and right now. They got five games left. If they win another game in the Big Ten, they're going to the tournament. If they win another two, they got no issues whatsoever. Not on the bubble. But this is a team that's not there yet. And an assistant coach cost them a game. And And if things go squirrely, and I don't think they're going to go squirrely, I think Indiana's going to beat Illinois this weekend, but it's not a fait accompli that that happens. You know what? Things could get wobbly. And, And last night, an assistant coach absolutely did a lot of work on behalf of the Northwestern Wildcats in costing Indiana that W. That can't happen. Trace Jackson Davis, 23, 10, 8, and 3. And then the four turnovers. But wow, what a second half. And if you saw kind of the frothing, right, Trace Jackson Davis, I didn't think he was all well. I I thought maybe the flu, maybe something. He just didn't look right last night. But boy, was he productive, especially in the second half. Really, really good. Uh, Like I said, the Illini visit Simon Scott Assembly Hall on Saturday noon. That game is going to be a lot of fun. IU women's team, they play tonight at 8.30 on BTN. They've got number 12 Michigan. Indiana is playing like a tremendous machine right now. They are connected on both ends of the floor. They play exceptionally well together, and it's really fun to watch. I can't wait for that game tonight. Uh, We shall see. They beat the Wolverines in Ann Arbor the first time around between these two teams on January 23rd. Score of that game 92 83. Pacers win. They were down 58 42 to the Bulls at the half. They win the second half going away 75 55, and they wind up winning the game by 4 117, 113. Buddy Heald 27, uh, Neesmith 21, Matherin 14, I think Halliburton had 16. Nice way to end the front half of the season, which really is the first three quarters of the season, but the All-Star break is kind of a demarcation of the halfway point. It's not really, but that's what we say. What are you going to do? Uh, what are we going to fight City Hall about when the halfway point of the season is? I'm not. Uh, Tiger, going to play in the Genesis? That starts today. He says he's there to contend. He says his plantar fasciitis is better. His ankle is better. He's hitting the ball really well. He thinks he can contend. Riviera, you got hills. You got the climb to post your scorecard, for goodness sake. That might be tough on Tiger. He, he tends to wear down as the weekend progresses. At least that's what we saw last year. He's 47 years old. His best golf's behind him. But maybe he can catch magic in a bottle uh, this weekend. We shall see. Purdue tonight at Maryland, 6.30 on BTN. Have people figured out how to defend the Boilers? That's kind of the interesting question. We will find out tonight whether somebody has, and uh, we'll see. Uh, Playing at Maryland is no picnic. Purdue could lose this game, and, and really that's the shame of last night's loss for Indiana is that they had a chance to climb back into that Big Ten race and absolutely punted it in a terrible first half that was highlighted by that awful technical foul by an assistant coach, which if I were a player, I would be hotter than hell about. You go out, ball out, try to win a game, and you got an assistant coach that hands your opponent four points? Mm -hmm. I'm not dealing well with that. Rex Harris, happy birthday. Sandy McMurtry, happy birthday. Mike Murphy, Catherine Ann, Mark Fields, Leslie Bailey, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that is best done. With an honest and specific compliment. This week, the giveaway is what is in this mystery box. I know what it is. It's an autographed football by a Pro Football Hall of Famer. Here are our hints today. You're going to have to go back and listen to the previous two shows to get the hints from yesterday. Breakfast with Kent yesterday, Inside Indiana Sports Now. Yesterday, three hints in each show. Here are the newest hints. All right. Uh, He's from Texas. That's where he was born. He won the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award one year in his career. And he was elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in his first year of eligibility. There you go. And, by the way, the, uh, the Walter Payton Award, just to be clear, stretches back to beyond it being named for Walter Payton. It's like the something of the year. But it's kind of the pro football citizen of the year award. There you go. Hey, uh, Inside Indiana Sports Now coming up this afternoon right here on this channel where you're consuming this. You will find that this afternoon. And if you go to WGCLradio.com at 7.07 this morning, there I am talking. We'll talk more about the Hoosiers. We will talk more about life in general. We'll talk more about everything. That from 7 o'clock this morning to 9 this morning. Again, WGCLradio.com. Click to listen. Or if you're in Monroe County, God's country, you know what? You can listen on the radio. 98. seven, Bloomington's Voice, 98. seven, WGCL. And, uh, yeah, hell of a big day. Let's go.